Oh, yeah. That guy's coming in. And now he, you're not going to be able to get rid of him. That's fine. Attention whore. I am going to have to get up and wash my hands. He is just... <laughs> Look at him. You'd think he's never been touched. Yeah, he's so annoying. <laughs> you guys are awful. He gets so much attention from us. I know. So much, it's ridiculous. I know that, but the people listening at home don't. <laughs> And like you'll try to be like, no, not right now. And he will force himself onto your lap and just plop down. And he's not the lightest. He's plopping. Yeah. Oof. Big boy. Big guy. And, so and there he is. Getting comfy. So. <laughs> will you take my picture? <laughs> A bell. Refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry. I will how about a whiskey and soda? Oh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is why. To drink. Just a bit might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is, too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir... Welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is a podcast about horror movies. My name's Rish. I'm sorry. I'm Sam. I'm Molly. And today we're watching I Know What You Did Last Summer. Wow. Which we were supposed to. Yeah. We we were wanting to do this around the 4th of July, but then, you know, life. (laughs) Yeah. That's life. So it's a very summertime movie, even though I will say it feels very fall. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, it's on the 4th of July, but, like, it has that cold, you know, East Coast beach feel to it that always puts me in a fall state of mind. I can, I can see that. Yeah, you know what I it's, mean? It, if, to me, it feels like, and it, I think canonically this makes sense, it's very, like, end of summer. Yeah. yeah. Like, getting into fall. Yeah. Like, like it's a cusper. It's weird because you'll be watching it and, like, one of them will be in, like, a tank top and the other's wearing, like... A sweater. a sweater and you're like what's the what, what's the temperature like right now town. um so like that's why it's just kind of like it feels cold yeah <laughs> um but it's great for any season because it's a fucking great movie great movie uh written by kevin williamson directed Who? by john gillespie or something what john jim Go- jim gillespie a scottish film director directed i know what you did last summer um detox a different venom like venom 2005 which is not the venom that from marvel comics (laughs) jim gillespie i thought i knew his name but i guess not oh joyride there's the other guy gillespie craig gillespie or something who did cruella and Tanya and stuff that's the guy i'm thinking of yeah i don't know anybody's name uh he also did easy a i also thought no easy a is uh what's his name will oh never mind never mind i'm wrong it's gluck will gluck is easy a who also did fired up under a different name yeah uh and 
I need the clarification right now. Um, is this the woman? Is Jennifer Love Hewitt the woman who's in How I Met Your Mother? No. no. You made a How I Met Your Mother joke earlier, and I was like, oh, maybe it's a reference to the show that I'm not getting. And then I was like, nope, I think Molly thinks that that's the mother. I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah, it's not. No. Okay. They look a lot alike. They do. They do look a lot alike. They could they could be related. Um, the, the mom's Christina... Miliati, Mil- Miliati. I never can remember her last name. Christina Miliati or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but they do look alike. But no, Jennifer Love Hewitt of um, Ghost Whisperer fame. Uh, I think that was her big TV show. And then obviously teen and then movies. Party five. She's in Party 5 as well. She is? Yeah. I didn't know that. Holy shit. Kristen Miliati. Miliati. Um, she was just in something that Palm we Springs. Well, we didn't watch that. Is that something that we watched? Yeah. Ooh, shake it out. He's ready. He's getting. Oh nope. He's just. Oh, she's in the resort. Oh, that, oh, that, that I was saying I want to watch. Wanted to watch. Okay. It's got that motherfucker. Anyway, Skyler or whatever his name is in it. I gotta watch it. No. He's a freak boy. Yeah, starring um, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and freddie prince jr jennifer love hewitt everyone with three fucking names and ryan philippi <laughs> i don't know what problem like i just have a personal vendetta against him why i don't know there's something about him i can't uh yeah i mean i don't know i don't know anything about him in real life he married reese witherspoon for a really long time oh. and i think personally that they look alike um, yeah, they that's do just look like. that's just what I have to say about that, and that's why their kids look like carbon copies of Reese because their father looks just like Reese as well. <laughs> wow, that's like a thing, you know? Like the, Reese and her daughter are famous for basically being twins. Really? Yeah, yeah their her daughter that. looks just like her. It's insane. Um, do we have a letterbox segment? Yeah, we do. Sorry, if I'll, I'll quit petting your cat for two seconds. This, if you move, he'll jump off of you and you can go wash your hands. Okay, I'll do it after Like, that. literally, just shift your weight. I can do this segment and then take care of that. This is the most I've pet a cat, I think. Yeah, I'm kind of impressed by how long you're holding. I didn't even take an allergy pill. I have some if you need them. I, we, we might have. <laughs> They're um, non-drowsy, don't worry. Well, <laughs> what if I said hottest cast ever? What then? <laughs> Uh, four. Three and a half. Three and a half. Nice job, Sam. The scene where Sarah Michelle Geller wakes up to find her hair has been cut off is better than the horse head scene from The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> um, four. Four and a half. Three and a half. Damn. All I did last... Oh, no. I'm going to save that one for last. I mean, I know why they made a pact and shit, but I would have just told my mom the second I got home. Just saying. <laughs> Three. Three. Two. Ah. Guys, I think he knew what they did last summer. <laughs> um, Three. Two. Three and a half. Okay, everyone just calm down. All we need to do is find the one person in this New England fishing town who owns a slicker. <laughs> um, two and a half. Three. Five stars. Damn. That felt low. Sarah Michelle Geller and Freddie Prince Jr. Cinematic Universe rewatch. They've got a bunch. Um, three and a half. Four. Three and a half. Nice job, Harish. 
I cannot promise that this wasn't a thirst watch. Uh, Three and a half. Two. Four stars. Um, my favorite part is when man car hand hook car door. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Three and a half. One and a half. I had to look up what that was a reference to. Isn't that just making fun of the joke? The or the prank? Or it was like the... a post. It was like an internet post. Ah. Uh, no. I don't remember. I I like looked it up and then I didn't read it all the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's touching my phone. Oh, he says, "Stop looking at it. Look at me." Ray, I can treat you better than Julie. <laughs> uh. Three and a half. Three and a half. Four stars. Um, okay, last one. All I did last summer was jerk off and watch old Survivor seasons. <laughs> uh, three and a half. Three. Three and a half. Nice job, Harish. Wow. Good job, guys. I was yeah. going to make a joke about Quinn. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Got that. Anyways, so, into the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh the movie so it opens with a guy sitting on a cliff. Uh playing with right like a necklace thing that, that yeah. flicks. And we find out later on in the movie that this guy is sad because his one girlfriend year earlier died there one year earlier. In a now. car accident where he was driving or something like that. He'll bite oh, you. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, anyway, cut to some three uh, kids, teenagers watching a freaking uh, beauty, beauty pageant, pageant. and they're front. They're in the balcony and they're cheering for their friend Sarah Michelle Geller, whose name is Helen. Helen Shivers. Helen Shivers, and she wins the contest, she and everyone's contest, happy because she's Miss Hot of stuff. July, and they're also like about to leave for. After they just graduated high school, um, so they all have their own dreams. There's the four friends. There's Helen, who's going to New York to, to be, be an actress, yeah, a serious actress, changing the community through art or something like that. Played by Sharon Michelle Geller, um, and then Julie Jennifer uh, Love Hewitt, who's gonna be a lawyer or something. She's like the smartest girl in their class, and she's going to call a good college and stuff. And then there's Ryan Philippi, who's guy. Billy, Billy, stupid ass sports name. guy in this movie. Yeah, they joke that he's gonna. He, I think he's a quarterback because she says he's gonna be the Steelers quarterback or something like. Oh, that. and it's like, come uh, on, don't bring the Steelers into this. Well, then he corrects her and says Cowboys. So that's that tracks. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then there's Ray, who is hardly a character in this movie. Ray, who's just yeah. There. That's so weird. <laughs> like he's he like disappears in the middle of it hardcore, and I know that it's because he's supposed to kind of be Suspicious. the red herring. Yeah, but it's like it doesn't work. It for doesn't me. like we don't know enough about him to like develop our suspicions. But he's like a poor kid that's in with the rich crowd. Is yeah. kind of his character thing. Um. So and there's Johnny Galecki, Mr. Who's Big Bang Theory, who plays nerd. Max, <laughs> and yeah, he likes Jules, but. And he's very jealous of Ray and like yeah. thinks Ray is like inauthentic and shit. Yep. So they celebrate 
Um, and they decide to go out to the beach and, you know, chill and tell scary stories around a campfire. Yeah. It, it, the scene opens and Freddie Prince Jr. is telling the story of like the man with the hook in the woods, that classic urban legend that everyone knows. Yeah. And um, they get into a debate about like what the details of the story are. But I want to know if everyone fucking knows the story. Why was he telling it? Yeah. <laughs> like. What? But it is a fun scene because it's like, oh wow, like there are a lot of forms. The freaking hook hand man. I'm gonna defend that scene. (laughs) Actually, I like it a lot. Um, I think I think it works for me that they all have like a different variation. Yeah. No, I'm fine with that. I just want to know why he was telling the story. Also, speaking of stories, I forgot to tell you the other thing that happened to me this week, and I'll tell you after the podcast so I don't take up more of our time. Okay. Um, so... And then they split up into couples and, you know, make out and stuff. Yeah. Classic teen stuff. And Billy gets real drunk and he can't drive his car. So now Ray's gonna drive it. Ray's gonna drive and Billy's real drunk and annoying. And they're speeding through... Well, actually, he's not speeding because, like, Ray, like, or Billy makes, like, a joke about how he's, like, a terrible driver and boring and stuff. And they're listening to, like, nice music. And then Ray's, like, or Billy's, like, we're going to party. And then he turns on rock music and hangs out of the sunroof. And he's, like, woo. And then he drops his, uh, like, bottle of, like, whiskey or whatever he's drinking. Into Ray's lap. So that's distracting Ray. And then he's, like, watch out. And they hit a guy. And, like, the guy goes, like, rolling across the top. And so, like... Billy gets like rolled over by the body. And so they swerve and do a whole 180 and they all come pouring out of the car and they're like, what was that? Oh, it was probably a dog. And then they see a boot and they're like, fuck. Yep. And then they walk a little bit further and they find a body and they're like, God damn it. We We got to get rid of of this. We can't go to the police. Yeah. There's a whole fight about if they should go to the police and like Jennifer Love Hewitt is like, scared and saying that they should fess up and like ryan felipe is like no like don't be stupid so they decide to dump the body in the lake or the ocean and also um at one point max uh big bang theory oh rolls by yeah yeah and And like they're pretending that billy's sick or something yeah yeah and he notices that the car has a big dent in it yeah and then he leaves and then Julia, ca- Julia, she yeah. casually goes, um, "Don't drink and drive," and it's like, "Why?" <laughs> and they're just like, "Yeah, like what?" <laughs> but um, yeah, so then they go to dump the body. Yep, and they go, but like they go to the like dock or whatever, and right as they're about to dump it, they're they're arguing over who should push him in, and uh, Helen goes up, and the guy wakes up and his hand reaches out and he grabs her, her tiara crown. yeah her crown from winning the beauty pageant and falls in and then falls in yeah so and then she's like screaming for it so billy dives in to go yeah, grab it because it's evidence it's gonna tie her to it yeah know? uh so yeah he dives in there and the guy had like opens his eyes but um doesn't like uh, Billy just grabs the crown and like goes back, but like they don't see the guy come back. No, yeah. So they 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 know he, they, he's dead, and, and they make a pact to never talk about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
One of those classic packs. Classic One setup. Of those classic. Oops, we killed somebody. You can't tell anybody. Pack. And, and then, then there's all this tension. Yeah. There's this, that, and the other about it. You know. Yep. So then it's one year later. Cut to one year later. Julia's at college and she's going back for summer break. And it seems like she's pretty happy at college, living away from home. But she's different. Yeah, she's and moodier. also she like has like grades trouble with yeah. her grades and stuff. Yeah, but she's yeah. got a roommate and she likes her roommate. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, she's just she seems like disinterested. She's not as like driven anymore, and she doesn't want to go back home. She goes back home, and her mom's like, "Oh, you got a letter." And julie's unwell yeah. she looks terrible yeah yeah her mom i think at one point asked her oh it's later in the scene but they asked her if she's like on drugs or something and she's <laughs> like no i'm just depressed um so yeah she gets the letter and then opens it and freaks out and runs upstairs and she oh she questions her mom as to like where it came from and, and stuff, it but says her mom i know, know what you did last summer Ooh. Ooh. spooky spooky because if you remember the thing she did last summer was kill a guy and then hide the body and promise not to speak of it again. Whoa, 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 what? But also, I mean, this could be about, I don't know, something else. Well, that's a joke later on is they say, like, we did a lot that summer and somebody's like, yeah, but one of it, some, one of it was a murder and, yeah. like, yeah. But, so she freaks out and goes upstairs and then she, something leads her to go, I guess she just, because of the letter, goes to find... She goes Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah. Yeah. She goes to so um Helen has a sister who like runs manages a dress shop. And is a raging bitch. Yeah. Like for no good reason. Like clearly has like jealousy issues towards Sarah Michelle Geller, but it's like like so mean. So like for like no reason other than she's jealous. Yeah, so Julie goes to the store and Helen is working there and she's like, yeah, New York, it didn't work out. So I'm here getting like ordered around by my mean sister. <laughs> um, and so she shows her the note and she's like, oh, maybe it was Billy who did it. We haven't talked. Uh, and they go and meet Billy. And he is at his house and he's clearly like an alcoholic mm -hmm. yep. and um, very aggressive and moody still. And like yep. at one point he tells them they both look like shit. Oh, it's Barry, not Billy. Oh, Barry. It's Worse. Barry. Uh, it's Billy been... Blue. Is uh, the name yeah, yeah. They see later. But yeah, he's just like an asshole. And so, of course, like the whole scene, he's just being an asshole. Right. Yeah. And, and he said he's not him that did it. Uh yeah and he's like they talk about the murder and he's like shut up about that um and she's like his name was david egan and apparently like the they found the body like the drowned kid um and it was david egan yeah who like died. a few weeks later he got caught in a shrimp net mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um so they're like, oh, maybe it was Max who sent you the letter because um, he drove up while they were hiding, while they were dealing with the body. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so they, they go to. Yeah. And he works like he's like he's one of the like dock fish, guys. Fisherman kind of or kind of like one of the guys who works on the I dock. Think he helps like with like getting the fish loaded, unloaded, yeah. separated, all that jazz. Yeah, and so they talk to him, and like Barry is real aggressive with him and threatens him with the uh, like ice hook. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And so they leave. And as they leave, they meet Ray, who's there, who's just a fisherman. He's been secretly living there, working as a fisherman, not talking to people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which this movie, this town seems like very small town vibes. So I'm surprised that they did, like they didn't know Ray was like, yeah, where he was working, working, what he was doing, and stuff like that. Like I feel like they would have seen him around town. Mm-hmm. It's like a seems like a general store type of town. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah, so he's been working there because, and then he says something about like how they he, like, he didn't know his dad, but he knew his dad worked at the docks and shit like that. Yeah. Um. So then that night, Max is working at the docks, like working late, and he like gets burnt on something, and then he goes, and then he gets killed. It's like <laughs> his fucking mm-hmm. head gets like hit with a hook and like yeah. ripped up and stuff. Um. So yeah, killed by the hook man. Sad though. He didn't deserve it really, because like right. he wasn't there. You know. Yeah. He didn't. What did he do it? for that? He did nothing. Yeah. Um, uh, and then we see... His career would pop off later in life. <laughs> right. <laughs> but also, like, also later, in, at the end of the film, the... Jesus, that was rude. <laughs> at the Later in the film, the killer guy is, like, um, uh, like, talking about getting away with murder and how it's wrong and stuff, and it's like, you killed an you innocent killed... kid. Yeah. He didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Um, uh, what's his name? Barry is taking a shower at like the gym or something. Yeah, he does his kickboxing. Um, God, and he comes out and but at his locker there's a Polaroid. And of the car. Yeah, something? it's a picture of their car, and it says "I know" mm-hmm. on it. Which? How did that picture come about? Who know. took it? I don't when? Know. When was it taken? Um, just curious. But um, so then he gets angry and kind of goes, you know, pacing through and stuff, but not nothing. Really yeah. Happened. And then he sees the guy like the guy um, his he's full dressed up in a slicker with <laughs> a hook hand or like he has the, the ice. hook. Yeah. So he goes chasing him. Yeah. But uh, nothing happens. Like the guy just. Isn't that when he gets hit by a car then? Who? Doesn't 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 he go out and then yeah yeah yeah, guys in the car run down by a car oh yeah 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 yeah, and that's how he gets hurt and then he ends up in the hospital right um and then he sees the guy he sees the guy with the yeah ice pick right yeah so that's the next day and they're all freaking out like he specifically doesn't kill him there no yeah like the guy could have killed him yeah because he steps up above him and then he sees him pull out the ice pick and he so he says later that like he had the option to kill him and he didn't yeah um they go meet him at the hospital um and he's like yeah it was a guy in a slicker and they're like (laughs) oh cool let's look for a guy in the slicker Mm -hmm. which i didn't know what a slicker was well Um, i mean just having seen the guy you know you put two and two together it's basically like a raincoat type thing yeah but like it's like what a fisherman wears you know stop it tom what are you gonna do um he's like he's trying to unplug unplug our fucking (laughs) it's like no podcast (laughs) he's trying to unplug it stop it god he's gonna wait until we get distracted and do it again you're so annoying anyway um so 
they're like, okay, we'll investigate. Let's split up. Scooby Doo <laughs> moment. Yeah. So okay, Fred. A lot of the reviews on here were like Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo, <laughs> Scooby Doo. Well, so that's what everyone associates uh, Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Gellar to, and it's like they are great. They don't get me wrong; it's great, but they have so much more. It's just cute that they met on this movie. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're truly Hollywood's power couple. They ran in the same circles, you know. They were meant to be. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, don't. It, he looks like a Scooby Doo villain. They have one that looks like this guy, right? Yeah, there's a guy in he like does, a. Yeah. So like, it, a fisherman. it makes sense. It's a bit Scooby. It's a bit Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. All slashers are Scooby Doo esque. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all, you know, you got your gang, and then you're trying to figure it out. And you got the part where they split up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like which, where we are now. Which they do. They split up here. Um, Julie and uh, Helen, Helen go to. They're like they're going to find Dan, David Egan's sister, family. Oh yeah, yeah I guess his family. Yeah. yeah. So they go to his house, and they pretend their car broke down, and they need her um to use her phone, and like. She's like, yeah, I'm Missy Egan. I'm living alone. My mom, like, my brother died. Because, um, like, they, they pretend like they recognize her or something from school. Mm-hmm. Um, and they recognize her name. And they're like, oh, did you know David Egan? I remember that name. And he's like, she's like, oh, yeah, that was my brother. He died a year ago. And then I love how Sarah Michelle Geller does it. She, like, brings up and she's like, he had this one friend that he, he was friend, always right? around, right? Like, who's what's who was friends name? with him? Uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember it. You you remember his name, right? And then she brings up that, yeah, <laughs> like, a friend did I come mean, by. Yeah, I guess. And Named Billy Blue. We're kind of sweet on each other. His name was Billy Blue. This fucking guy. <laughs> Um, they're like oh we gotta find billy blue let's go our car works now bye also though at this point um so this whole time that they've been talking about this david egan guy and they had found out who is the the dead girlfriend was i think her name was like sarah or something like that yeah um she had mentioned that the night that they killed the guy on on the guy's wrist Susie. oh yeah that there was a tattoo that said the name Susie or whatever and she brings that up to the sister that's later oh is it later yeah. never mind okay yeah, we don't learn that yet. So they go um, and they, uh, oh, this is when they just go home. And Helen, it's like uh, she's just chilling at home. And then we see like the hook guy is in her house. He's in the house. And her sister is like, oh, I need you at work, 10 a.m. God. And <laughs> Helen's like, I got to be in the parade. I'm the old queen. And then she's like, dad left me in charge. And that means that um, I get to tell you, you have to come in at 10 a.m. And it's like, no. Like, yeah, that sucks. It's Not literally a town tradition that I have to participate in. Like, like just like she's so she hates her sister so much that she's willing to piss off the whole town. And it's like, why? That's not how yeah. like sisters generally act. Like what happened yeah. other than just general jealousy? But like, did their parents spend her entire life saying one's perfect and the other's not? Because one got a whole store. So like yeah, yeah. we could even get like a line of dialogue. Yeah. To, like, indicate that. But, but there's just nothing there. It's so confusing. Mm-hmm. But then she ultimately is just like, like whatever, fuck you. And then like leave. Yeah. She's like you and your hair. <laughs> um, and then she leaves. And then. Oh, this whole argument. The hook guy is in the closet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nighttime. And then she wakes up and then 
Oh, uh, her hair is all cut up <laughs> and shit. It's just like that scene in The Godfather. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like he took thinning shears and just hacked mm-hmm. at her hair and then she starts just pulling out little like clumps but it's not like like parts are missing or anything it's just like layers were put in yeah. but she screams because she looks at the camera or at the uh, mirror and it says soon and lipstick or whatever right but then so she cuts it a little bit shorter but it's like he didn't yeah. really fuck her up that bad yeah it looks fine later on because the next <laughs> scene she's like in a hat and it is like one of the it's just a hat that's never gonna come back in style but she's wearing this like the news yeah like it's it's very like british looking to me but and then she's wearing athletic gear and i'm like that just doesn't pair but it's very like 90s to do something like that but so she's covering her hair but then you see it later and it's fucking fine yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um and so she calls her her friends and uh julie goes and she's driving and then she hears something in the back of her car tapping Um, and she stops and opens her trunk and molly's uh, nightmare there's a bunch of crabs and in the middle of the crabs there's her freaking friend max his dead body and he's in ryan Philippi's jacket barry's jacket so she just like closes the trunk and runs the rest of the way to um helen's house and she gets them and brings them back and she's like ah he was covered in um crabs and your jacket and then they open the trunk and it's, it's totally gone. clean like the the killer completely transported cleaned up everything yeah. the trunk is dry, dry there's yeah. like tools in place like nothing's out of place <laughs> and this skill when it's the iconic scene where she like yells um, what are you what? waiting for right yeah um the good trivia about that is that that scene was directed and sent in to the film by a kid for the contest they had where like the winner could add a scene to the movie yeah and jennifer love hewitt was kind of like not <laughs> that like into it wow. she's like what why are it's we doing great this? it's so but silly it, it is distractingly yeah like it, it doesn't work no but like knowing the backstory it works so incredibly well why it's did so they fun. have a contest that they let it like why was a kid chosen That's awesome because it was 1997 yeah and yeah. they did stuff like that yeah it's how you like got attention for your movie yep it rocks i like that it. guy taika watiti <laughs> <laughs> Look you at didn't need now. stunt casting you just had contests where people could fucking write your movie for you <laughs> so um and then uh helen's like they talk about how um billy blue would have been in the class of 92 which was um yeah, the class that david egan was in mm-hmm. and uh um helen's like oh elsa my sister was in uh, the class of 92. Let's get her yearbook. And they look through the yearbook, but they don't find anything. And Ray shows up and he's like, um, I also got a letter or something like that. Yeah. Um, and they're like, okay, let's split it up. <laughs> <laughs> but he also acts weird about the Billy Blue thing. Yeah. Like he's like, how do you know that name? Yeah. Yeah. Something's up with Ray, you guys. Kind he's of suspicious. suspicious. Yep. And uh, Barry does not like him. Barry does not like him. Even though they used to be besties. What happened? He's classist. Yep. <laughs> That's what happened. Okay. So Barry and um, Helen go to the parade 
because she has to be there and Julie goes to meet uh Missy Egan again to show her the yearbook and see if she can point anybody out yeah and so um Missy uh is um she's just like cutting cutting up meat or something in the back yeah she's cutting fish because this um, is a fish in town yeah she comes out holding a knife and she's like Oh my god! Real weird vibes. <laughs> they try to they try way too hard to make her seem scary. Yeah, like there's a scene when um Helen and Julie are leaving the house and Missy like slams on the passenger door and she's yeah. like, "You forgot these," and it's like her pack her of cigarettes. cigarettes. Yeah. but they like turn it into a jump scare. And the way they try and characterize her his like as like strange and the killer is it. I don't know if it works very well for me. It's right. very silly. Also because all of her scenes take place in the bright light of day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I get that they're going for, like, the vibe that, like, when you're at the beginning of a horror movie and you stop at a grocery store and someone's weird, you know, yeah, like, that kind yeah. of vibe. But it's, like, she's just a lonely girl. Right. <laughs> right. This poor girl is just trying to, like, live and y'all are <laughs> bothering her. And then, spoiler alert, didn't need to. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? So, it turns out um, Julie shows her the yearbook and is like, oh, maybe you can help me find Billy... And she's like, no, go away. I don't care. Also, um, uh, I don't remember exactly what happened, but she, like somehow it comes out that she says, oh, um, he, le- I've le- he left a suicide note or something, um, but I didn't show the insurance company because I wanted the money. Yeah. Um, and so she shows him the note and it's like, uh, it says, uh, she shows Julie the note and it says like, I still know, or I still remember last summer or something like that. Um, I will never forget last summer. Oh. And, uh, Julie's like, no, someone, this is actually a threat. Someone was there to kill him. Um, and she's like, oh, it's m- much deeper than that. We actually hit him with the, your car, with our car. Uh, I saw his tattoo that said Susie and, um missy is like he didn't have any tattoos get out of here get out of my house go go get out of here get. Yeah. so she gets all flustered and leaves yeah um but julie has an epiphany it's meanwhile not, something's not lining up here meanwhile at the pageant um no at the parade well no no, no at the pageant. Okay. well yeah so there is a scene at the parade where like um uh helen thinks she sees the guy and barry attacks a random you're at a parade next to the docks yeah and then she sees one guy on a slicker and is like that's him and it's like they just completely forgot everybody's profession in this town it's just a random old guy so barry chases him down and tackles them and it's just a dude so then it's the pageant and um uh helen is sitting up like on stage because she's like the guest of honor um and barry is up on the balcony by himself totally alone and during one of the girls performances of fame from fame and it's um, like a very like woman who sings in her church choir rendition of the song fame yeah yeah i don't know Um, why but it cracked me up watching her perform it i don't know i just i don't i know it's a small town but like what? How are they getting this many contestants? For- <laughs> <laughs> well, there definitely was an age range of the people on the stage. That's what I was saying too. It's like, like um, when I first saw the scene, I'm like, oh, it's like a kind of like how they have homecoming, yeah, and like, like a court thing. It's like 
a high school beauty pageant. It's not. No. Because no. a woman seeking fame is like much older than yeah. high school age. Yeah. So that was like, okay. Um, but yeah, so while that's going on. Yeah. Um, old Barry's getting got. Helen looks up and, oh no, someone's attacking Barry. It's the hook guy. And so she starts screaming. And everybody crowds her and is looking at her while she's screaming up there. In yeah, the, and nobody, same, fucking not a single soul in that room, in that whole pageant, thought to look up on the balcony. Even the sheriff comes through and is like, calm down. And she's like, are you going to fucking look up there or not? Yeah. It's like, what <laughs> like who doesn't like follow their gaze right. if somebody is screaming and pointing and she's pointing and yeah but so then by the fu- by the fucking time they get up there of course the body's gone to, yeah, yeah. The body. but there's like a little bit of blood dripping that they didn't notice that's one of the only scenes i remember from scary movie yeah i can like as that scene was going on i was like yeah. picturing the whole it's that the scene where they run over the guy, I can almost perfectly echo that. The what are you waiting for thing. That's also in Scary <laughs> oh, I, Movie. I, I only remember the one. <laughs> but like I, like the whole time I'm watching this, I like can hear the lines from Scary Movie. Because like I watched that movie like a thousand fucking times when I was a kid. And I didn't watch this movie until my adult life. How tragic. Say mm-hmm. Lily. <laughs> yeah, so... Um... Yeah, so they don't have any proof that anything happened to Barry. So and he's like a known shithead. So the sheriff kind of like yeah. you know scoffs and is like whatever. Um. Yeah, and then so like the show's over and the cop is taking um Helen home in the cop car, and someone is stopped on the road and like fixing their car, and so the guy, the cop is like, oh, I gotta help this person. And so he gets out, and ah, it's the hook man, and he kills the cop. And then she, like, kicks out the window. Like, she shatters the window by kicking it and crawls out of the door or out, out of the window and then goes, like, running. And there's yeah. another parade happening. It's the nighttime right. parade. <laughs> um, and she's, like, in the alleys. Or, no, no, no. She runs to this the is, department that's store. That's later. Yeah. yeah, she runs to her sister's dress store. And she's banging on the door and she's like, let me in, let me in. And the sister's like taking forever. Like, like rolling her eyes at her. She like walks up. She realizes she doesn't have the key. She moseys on back, grabs the keys, takes her sweet ass time. Meanwhile, her sister is literally screaming bloody murder, pounding on the door. It's like very clearly not her being like, just fucking let me in. You know, it's like clearly she's being attacked. Yeah. And then her sister finally lets her in. And she's like, lock it. I'm being attacked. And her sister's like, oh, what? Like, yeah, like you're. Your sister is her life is being threatened right now i don't care how much you don't like her you don't want to wish murder on her why didn't you use the other entrance it's open (laughs) it's so weird yeah it's bizarre does not care she's like call the cops uh go close the door i'll call the cops and this is just like what and she's like shut up and do what i say she like yells at her so she runs upstairs to use the phone and then the sister takes her time going to the back and right as she gets to the back the door clicks shut and she goes to lock it but guess who's already in there the fucking hook guy mm-hmm. and so she gets got yeah and then, then you get a shot of him holding her with the hook yeah. walking across it's pretty impressive 
And then Helen hears this and is kind of like, oh my gosh, looking around the store to find her sister. <laughs> and in the meantime, the hook man has like hidden himself as one of the mannequins, mannequins. in the store. Gone so far as to put her. a tarp over yeah. himself yeah. to match the mannequins. Like This guy's silly. Really goes yep. for the creativity. <laughs> so then he, he jumps at her and they fight and tussle and they she fight ultimately and she gets runs out. Away and she finds her sister's dead body and then runs away. And then she's running through this alley with a bunch of just tires randomly in the alley, like neatly stacked tires. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he corners her into oh, a nice little nook no, in between no, no. the stacks. The saddest part is she's almost out. There's like yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a, a parade. parade walking by and she's like maybe 15 feet away from like walking out in the parade. And she stops for a second. Yeah. She hears something behind her and stops. And then when she turns around, Hookman is right in front of her. And then, like, she is, it's so sad. Yeah. She did everything right. Like, she's so close to making it out. And, and no one can hear her scream because, like, the parade. marching band is right there. Yeah. Tragic. And fireworks at the same time. Tragic. So, tragic. you know, it, it, we go up to, like, bird's eye view of her fighting in the tires, and obviously she loses. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then it's back to... Cut to Julie shows up at Ray's um, boat on the dock, and he's she's like, it's it's actually, we were wrong. We didn't kill da- David Egan. We actually, the guy we hit was Bill, um, Ben Willis. Who ben was Willis, who was Susie's dad. father, and mm-hmm. he was mad at David Egan. And so he actually went and killed david egan and then we hit him and ray's like wow a lot (laughs) (laughs) and then she looks down and the boat's name is billy Billy blue And so she immediately is like, oh, you're the killer and starts running <laughs> Never away. Never mind. My theory. Let's throw that out. It's you. <laughs> Suspicious. <laughs> so he goes chasing her through the docks, like yelling, it's not what you think. It's not, not what, what you, you think, think or whatever. And then this fisherman guy steps out and clotheslines him. Yeah. And and she's like, you got to yeah. help me. And then call 911. And he tells her to get on the boat. Get on the boat. Yeah. And then so she does, and then he's uh, like, he follows her onto the boat, and then she realizes. Like, of course she gets onto the boat because of the implication. (laughs) (laughs) He succeeds. Um, Yeah, so she gets on the boat, and she's looking around, and she sees all these clues, like suspicious newspaper clippings, photos of her and her friends, yeah, like obsessive stuff. And then she was like, oh shit, I was wrong. I was right the first time. It's him. It's Ben Willis. But she realizes it too late because he unties the boat and it starts going. They're going. And so now she's stuck on a boat with a murderer. And so she runs. She runs like to one of the lower decks and um, she like gets in this room that's full of ice. There's like uh, a whole, there's like a bunch of crawling like, through the ice and finds. What? She's like all in the nooks and crevices of this boat, like in yeah. between walls and shit. Like she's getting through it. And the whole time she's doing this, Freddie Prince Jr. is on like a speedboat, like yeah. catching up with them. And he like jumps and grabs onto the fishing net and like climbs his way onto the boat and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she finds the dead bodies of her two friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, so sad. Um, and, and I commented that if you're a fisherman, I, that's a good job to have if you're a serial killer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, take notes. <laughs> um, and she screams. And by this point, uh, this is Ray she's, she's hiding in that vent boat. place, that vent thing, and he opens it, and like she lets out the 
biggest scream and then like a minute later because ray shows up and a fight happens she lets out like another one and then another one a little bit like all she does in the entire thing is scream (laughs) yeah um so yeah like uh they have a bunch of fights um and uh ray like 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 you were saying she uh is in a vent thing and then the guy opens it up and like he's right above her and then ray like throws down a rope with like like one of the things on a ship um and it's like a hook that hits him and he gets knocked out and then uh ray like gets her out of the thing and then the guy wakes up again and then she screams uh, again and she and he hits ray ray gets like hit and then he goes and to, it just and raises his in hook perfect hand. luck but then he gets caught on the whatever some ropes on the boat and then oh. uh, like ray like drops something on the other side and it lifts him up and his hand gets cut off on like a lever or something and then he falls because his hand is no longer hold held in the rope but then luckily his leg is caught in another rope and he starts dangling by the leg yeah and then he swings and then the rope runs out of length and just and he just (laughs) falls in the water right into the water (laughs) come on like pure like the boat saved by a boat (laughs) (laughs) they did nothing the boat did everything Yep. It's fate. That's all. Um, so they get to call the go were you gonna say something? I am in a second. Um, they call the cops and the cops show up and they're like, Oh yeah, do you have any idea why this guy would want to kill you? And they're like, Nope, nope. no <laughs> idea. Very no random, idea. very random. Random and the cops like have a net, but all they find is the hand the body is missing and the cops like oh it'll turn up eventually they usually do and then oh this has nothing to do with the plot i i I had looked it up and then i read the fact and i forgot it when we were watching the movie but the ice is actually made out of gelatin okay i was about to say because there's a moment when she crawled into a pile of it and it jiggled it very clearly jiggled (laughs) and because i just recently saw a tiktok about prop ice and i know that there's two options there's the gelatin or the plastic depending on what you're using it for and And i was like guys like gelatin and i was like i think that's the gelatin because if she was crawling in a fuck ton of plastic it would be be so like you need you need the ice sound but not that much it was yeah. just like plastic on plastic. No, it was gelatin. Which yeah, cool. it nice. looks it looks cold, but yeah. like like in a you could tell it was prop ice. Right. But it looks like fun. If you're like that's prop ice. Yeah, yeah. I, I would want to play in it. There's so well, like the thing that gave it, like there's so much of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love it. And she's dr- and dry. So she's clear. bone dry the whole time yeah. she's in it, which just wouldn't happen. Yeah, it is so clear. There was a moment when Johnny Galecki gets like um whacked and he like says or he's in the area the freezer area and it's frozen it's a freezer that's like gigantic blocks of ice Mm -hmm. stacked on top of each other and the whole time he was in there i was like man like what do they like what's the ice mechanism that they use because it was really nice and clear but there was like a tube down the middle of it and i got like distracted because i was thinking about (laughs) how they make the ice for that yeah it's a very icy icy profession Mm mm-hmm um sorry i got distracted about the ice no it's fine uh and then it cuts to one year later and she's at college and about to go take a shower in the locker room and she looks down and sees she turns on the shower 
um, and then goes back out and like looks down and sees a, a letter with her name on it. She and opens a big it. Suspense build up. And oh, it's an invitation to a pool party <laughs> from some frat, frat or something. And she's like, ah, oh, silly uh, me. Silly me. And she goes in and in the fog on in the like shower, it says, I still, still know. know. Uh, and, and then he know. jumps out of Be- Ben Willis jumps out of the glass. Yeah. And, at her. And that's and so silly. Cut it's to stupid. credits. I hate that. Classic <laughs> ending jump scare. <laughs> um, that really ushered in the 2000s. Yep. <laughs> yeah, really uh, a very late 90s, early 2000s mark of quality. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the ending jump scare. Wow, did you know that Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. are in the sequel? I didn't know that both of them came back. I didn't know that either. Oh, Freddie Prince Jr., yeah, he would never abandon his project. <laughs> I love Prince Jr. He's a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So pretty good movie. It's like you know a classic slasher movie, like you know just solid slasher. Um, it's a classic slasher, but I think that it it has like a feel to it that few slashers have. And the only thing that I think is comparable is Scream. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's funny, yeah. I mean, obviously that that is rooted in the fact that they're written by the same guy. But like, there's a there's like a um uh what's the word like a moodiness, like almost like melancholy type, like mm-hmm. very just oh not melancholy like like a melodrama, yeah, like that kind yeah. of feel. Um, it's super like serious and like it doesn't get playful like really at any point, which where as you would see like in Scream it does, but like. It feels just cold and creepy and very lifetimey, and I mean that in a very good way. Um, that I feel like a lot of slashers don't have. Like I feel like slashers tend to now lean on like humor and like yeah. gag type stuff. But like I oh, would yeah, love totally. to see another like completely serious thing like this. But I think that if one got released, that like it would get dogged on like yeah. i do not oh, think people would enjoy it, would it. Get dogged. Yeah. yeah and it's sad because it's like this is really great but i think part of the reason is because it's very of its time and mm-hmm. like it just kind of takes you back yeah but it's good it's a good fucking movie mm-hmm. like it gets looped in as being like one of those corny slashers but it's like right. no <laughs> but yeah it's a good movie um uh did we have anything else before segments I think we can roll into segments. I need to roll into segments. Um, uh, what would you do? <laughs> what would you do? I probably would not like do a hit and run. Yeah. If I hit someone, I would stay and like call the cops. I, I would call the cops. Yeah. I I would feel unless unless like if I like did something like that where it was like I don't know because like. I would have to basically know that like I was going away for life to like try to cover something up. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And like in their situation, they're at most going to get like a couple of years, maybe like they're like, except for maybe Freddie Prince Jr. Like they're rich kids, like, like nothing bad's going to happen. The guy was on the road. Like, um, Freddie Prince Jr. was the one driving, but he also wasn't drunk. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. I feel like their reaction of we have to cover the body is like, okay, like, y'all are fine. Yeah. <laughs> you will be fine. Yeah. And, like, yeah. call 911. 
Like right. the guy was alive. Yeah. Right. But if I was being stalked by like a Fisher guy, uh, I don't know. I could have gotten gotten this because this guy also can just like show up anywhere. Yeah. He has no issues. <laughs> like I read. Well, your he has the perfect this. disguise. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't remember my review. You called him the Flash. <laughs> people always dog on Michael Myers for being super quick, but this guy's yeah. like the Flash. Like, he's just everywhere all at once. Like, he doesn't... There's, there's no, like... <laughs> there's no, like, time needed for him to get from one place to another. Like, he is able to get into places, no difficulty. Yeah, so quiet when yeah. he has to be. It's just kind of a, a he's very supernatural, so I don't that's, think I'm beating him. That's a plot hole. Rain slickers are so noisy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and There's he's wearing like no way. rubber boots. Yeah, yeah, he should be squeaking. <laughs> this man so- needs to squeak. Yeah, he does. Not squeaky enough. <laughs> if he if he is in if I were to face this guy specifically, I don't know if I'd make it out alive. I wouldn't get yeah. on the boat. That's for sure. No, yeah. because of the implication. Exactly. <laughs> like I don't care how in danger I am. I'm not getting we are on your not boat. Missing that boat. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> that's my favorite episode of It's Always Sunny. The gang misses the boat. Uh, yeah, it's the best one. But um. um yeah, so I, I, I guess I'd probably getting got. I wouldn't be in this situation, but if I was, no. I wouldn't survive. I because here's the thing: this will never happen to our friend group on this level because <laughs> none of us would ever drink and drive. No, yeah, yep. and also like, just call an Uber. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I think that I think a secret like that would break several of us. Like we wouldn't make it out. <laughs> Who do you think would crack? I would crack. I probably would crack. I, I don't know. I would probably. I wouldn't go run into the cops, but like I would tell somebody. It's it's coming out. I can't not Grace, gossip. Would you crack? Uh, I don't know. Molly's trying to figure out who can be trusted. Who's the rat? <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch that? You two should watch the show. Did you ever watch the mole? No, no reality show. I, yes, I I'm familiar I with it. Yeah, loved the mole, and then they had celebrity mole, which was equally as good. Yeah, can I? Rec- I'm gonna request the mole. I think. When I get <laughs> can you put that on the server? Yeah, I mean, if it's available, it might I be hard to find. Have a deep fear that I will be in my mole era. <laughs> Who is the mole? I'm a really good. At, I do really good at saying it too. Exactly how they. I'm sorry. Who's the, the rat? I'm kind of rambling yet. I don't think I could rat like that. Rat like that? Like if it, I don't think I would rat to the police or tell anyone if it was like yeah. a serious, serious like pact. I'm pretty good at keeping secrets. Yeah. Even though I tell you guys everything. <laughs> <laughs> Not like you know, in seriousness, but. Right. Um, acting award? I think he gets a Jared. Jared. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll gift it a Jared. And I'm hot take. Going to give it to Sarah <laughs> Michelle Geller. She's great. I mean, yeah, she's an icon. Yeah, I think she's good in this movie, too. Um, I was honestly between her and Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, uh. I think they're both pretty good. I think I'm going to go with Jennifer Love Hewitt. I think that she's just, like, so moody in this, mm-hmm. and it's it gets me. I love it. It's and fun. then also the fact that she had to deliver the, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? <laughs> that right there deserves an Oscar. Well, they both have moments, because Sarah Michelle Gellar gets to do the hair thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to give it to Missy. Oh, <laughs> Missy Egan. Icon. Because she's, uh, she's fun. Your typical, like, 
creepy, oh, just right. like country person. You're so right. Um, Anne Hesh, Anne Hesh, uh plays Missy Egan. Uh, yeah. So, what are we? What's the next segment? Rating uh, it? No, the villain ranking. Villain ranking. Oh, this is yeah. This is a pretty good, solid villain. Are we calling it the fisherman? The uh, yeah, probably. Let's I don't just know. Do it. We can. Do, we. It's up to us. I got you. We have that power. <laughs> um, I've got him at number seven. He's right below the strangers and right above Ghostface from Scream twenty twenty two. Um, I think that he's like. He's got a lot of fun and pizzazz to him, and I do think that he's, like, quite a hard one to beat, but I think in terms of, like, corniness, he's just a little up there, so I can't put him, like, too serious, Mm -hmm. but I love him. I got respect for the game, okay? Um, I got him at a cool number nine, um, right below David from An American Werewolf in London and right above the cult from House of the Devil. Like, slasher villains rank pretty high for me, usually. I think this one's pretty good. I like the movie. I like the design too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's just wearing regular clothes, but it like works. Yeah. So and cool weapon, like right. really bold, murdering people with an ice hook. Yeah. Yeah, your your aim has to be so good. Plus, like t- he's so dramatic. He's doing the most, taking the time to write all those notes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Just bit bopping around town. He's really doing a lot. Um, he's number six on my list. He's underneath the cult from House of the Devil, and he's right above the Tragedy Girls. Um, yeah, like, he's a pretty solid villain. Um, definitely, like, very similar to Michael Myers, like, and also, like, dressed up, uh, cool design, a cool weapon, and a really powerful guy, and it's great. So, Yeah. <laughs> What are we rating it out of? Slickers. 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 Uh, ice Crafts. picks. Um, what, what was the um thing called? The pageant called? Oh. Oh, it was something weird. Croak. Cro- yeah. Croaker cro- queen croaker or something. Queen. Yeah. Croaker yeah. queen crowns. <laughs> crowns. Tiara. Um, <laughs> Suppers. Summers. Uh, parades jesus there were so so many parades in this movie yeah it's like all they do in this town Um, out of how many celebrities went on to have surprisingly good careers (laughs) uh packed to the death i'm fine with slickers 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 is maybe pretty good uh, okay gotta think about this i'm gonna give it eight slickers i like this movie eight mm-hmm. slickers it's just it's nothing special it's actually pretty cheesy when you look at it maybe compared to other horror movies the writing isn't as good but i like it it's fun mm-hmm. it's a summer horror movie what am yeah. i gonna do like be bummed that i'm watching it no yeah. it's fun it's a good one villain's cool the only thing i will say like i don't I wish they'd spend more time on developing who the villain actually was because mm-hmm. when it comes out as kind of just the random guy and then he like hasn't been in the movie at all. I'm like, oh, right. okay. That that doesn't hit as hard for me as like other yeah. stories do. Yeah. So that's kind of, I think, the only point where I really would want something strong. I'm actually going to bump it to a seven um, where I would really want something more. But I like this movie a lot. Um, I think you should definitely watch it. It's just fun. It's a good slasher. I'll give it, I'm going to give it an eight. 
Um, I think that it's like it's really good. It's a classic. If somebody told me like I've never seen it, I would definitely recommend they watch it because um, it's just like very of like I would I would preface by saying like it's really of its time. So like if you want to watch like a classic slasher of that era, this is probably like one of the ones to go with. Um, I just think the performances are great. Like everyone just really was like giving it their all in this one. And it works as corny as it is. It really, really works for me. Um. Yeah, I'm also giving it an eight. I think it's a great. Yeah, just like a solid slasher movie. I think like this is like one of those movies where like if it's just randomly on TV, it would be good to turn on and just watch in the background yeah. and stuff. It's like yeah, you know, just like a classic solid horror movie. I'd stop if I was channel surfing. <laughs> yeah um but yeah uh recommendations oh shit i didn't even think about it. i have a lot actually go in because i forgot yeah i don't have that many i'm gonna pick my bloody valentine ah good um i think the design of the killer is similar and don't they both use like a hook he's a a pickaxe yeah um scream we said urban legend i think we said oh yeah scooby-doo obviously lost boys just because of like some kind of coastal town yeah Different coasts. Candyman, hooks. Uh-huh. Um, Final Destination as well. I don't know why. It just gives me Final Destination Same era. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I'm going to recommend a book called a Secret, The Secret History. It's maybe one of my favorite. It, not maybe. It is one of my favorite books I've ever read. Um, but the premise, and this isn't a spoiler because it's on the back of the book and they talk about it in the first page. This friend group experiences the death of one of their friends and they're at fault. And uh, a lot of the book is about that and then what happens because of that. Okay. So the book is really, really good. It's I read it in two days. It's huh. like a 400 page, upwards of 400 pages. I wow. sped through that. But yeah. yeah, if you want a book kind of about friends turning on each other and <laughs> this, that, and the other, it's a good read. Yeah, I, I can't think of any other ones. Um, those are all great recommendations. Scream, obviously. Um, I don't know. Did you have any? I guess like Friday the 13th is also kind of of like a summer slasher. Yeah. Especially like the reboot one, which is like years later, but like I think has like the way that they did that. This movie like set the grounds for like later slashers and stuff like that. Um, not that I want to recommend it, but scary movie, just because like, I can't watch this without thinking about scary mm-hmm. movie the entire time, but I don't recommend watching that movie. Which, is it the first one? It's the that... first one. The first one mim- makes fun of primarily Scream, and I know what you did last summer. Like, they went yeah. really in on Kevin Williamson. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's like the only thing I can like think of right now. Like, I feel like there's more stuff that I've seen, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I get so zoned in on this. I I just kind of forgot to look elsewhere. Yeah. Um, Jaws, I guess. Oh, yeah. That's a good coastal. Also, 4th of July. Um, I still haven't seen Jaws. Oh, it's good. Okay. I've got one. Um, the, uh, The second book of the U book series, Hidden Bodies, has like boat stuff and oh, like so. coastal lake stuff and obviously murder so honestly the whole you series is great and has like a lot of like 
similar like places that stuff takes place, but specifically hidden bodies, I would say, which is also like the best book of the series, I think. But um, that's what I've got. I'm going to recommend three It's Always Sunny episodes. <laughs> yes. First oh, one, good. The gang buys a boat. The second one, the gang misses the boat. And the third one, Max a psychopath. <laughs> Max a serial killer. Max a serial killer. Um, I don't know. I just like that show. Good, yeah. boat, good, good boat content. Good boat content. Good murder content. Yep. Um, uh, the gang misses the boat, though, is the best episode. <laughs> yeah, that's all That's all I got. Uh, you can follow me at not a credit card and everything. You can get me at Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby-Doo reference on everything. And you can get me at Midsummer Queen on Letterboxd. And you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror on Twitter, TipsyTerrorPod at gmail.com. If you want to email us, TipsyTerror.com, TipsyTerror.rep, TipsyTerror.wtf, TipsyTerror.pub. Dot pub. Um, that's it. Bye. 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 <laughs>